0: I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. October 11. 365 Dow Day 284 Environment How can you live with the constant noise of traffic, the stench of garbage, the sight of buildings instead of mountains, the movement of streets instead of rivers, the feel of pavement instead of earth? There are some metropolitan areas famous for their power, their sophistication, their history their place in civilization. These places cannot be centers of spirituality, too. You only need to look at them with open eyes and heart. How can anything holy root there? The noise of traffic is constant. At any time of the day or night, that distracting roar, that underlying trembling disrupts the subtle. The air is not clean, but is filled with dust and soot. Especially when the weather is hot, the smell of rotting garbage wafts up from the foundations like the odor of leprosy. The earth is unable to breathe, smothered beneath concrete, asphalt, steel, and junk. Some people who live in these places become interested in spirituality. They want to know if it is possible to reach high levels in deeply urban environments. The answer is no. It is not possible to become fully realized in an urban environment, for to gain realization means the achievement of special psychophysical states. That requires quiet cultivation and an acquaintance with the subtle. When the roar of the city is all there is, how can the song of the divine be heard? Day 284 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for October 11. Today's quote. We toss around the concepts of God and country quite easily, without giving much thought to how they got started. Both ideas have been fairly significant throughout human history. For centuries, people have believed that to serve God or country, or both, was a noble calling. But few of us may realize that Egypt, land of the pharaohs, sphinxes, and mummies, essentially invented both concepts. Kenneth C. Davis In his book, Don't Know Much About Mythology, Davis points out that 5,000 years ago, Egypt was the original nation and original theocracy. State and religious lines were not differentiated. Pharaohs were thought to be personified gods. In Davis's interpretation of this early civilization, Egyptians had a sophisticated value system that lent itself to a compassionate, spiritual, and responsible community, seemingly free of slavery or oppressive policing. Today, God and country are rally cry words that create a perceived brotherhood of shared values and priorities. We feel an intimate connection to our side, those that worship the same idols as we do. There are perceived barriers between us and them, those with a differing ideology. In Freudian language, the narcissism of small differences focuses us on the 1% that separates us from the foreigner. In truth, When we distill the core values of even the most seemingly hostile of tribes, we find that their society is strikingly similar to our own. In our meetings, we may perceive great differences between us and the outside world, suggesting that we of 12 and 12 lore are culturally different from earth people. Are we so different because we are addicts in recovery? Don't we have the same foibles and attributes as anyone else? What tribal standards do I use to differentiate my people from them? Do I put some on a pedestal and scapegoat others? October 11th